0: Welcome to Fandom Fair with Sam and Midge. I'm Midge. Um, I bet you're wondering, there's no Sam here, and you're not in the studio based on the ass mic quality. Um, And that's because I am recording this due to the fact that this is a second part of a media talk. We usually don't do parters for this uh, show, but this is a special occasion because we now have a two-hour time slot, which is, if you didn't know, 2 to 4 p.m. EST every Sunday on 90.3 WMSC Upper Montclair, which you can also listen to it on iHeartRadio and WMSCRadio.com. If you want to find out when we're going live or when we're posting episodes just like this one, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram, F-A-N-D-O-M-F-A-R-E, on Twitter. Or, on Instagram, you just kind of separate the words and you put an underscore in the middle. It's fandom underscore fair. You're probably listening to this on Google Podcasts or Spotify, but now you know where we also post these episodes. So, uh, that's about it. Besides our spoiler warnings for this episode that I will list off really quick, we have the MTV Scream series, which ran from 2015 to, I believe, actually 2019, but we'll be only spoiling seasons one and two. Um, Ruby. General Ruby spoilers all around, volumes 1 through 8, all of them, all the Ruby spoilers. Uh K through 12, the Melanie Martinez The Melanie Martinez movie. Yeah, we're gonna talk about that for some reason. And uh RuPaul's Drag Race season 14, episode 3 specifically. So that is all from me, and uh on to the show. Bye-bye!
1: Thought it was <laughs> so obviously i had to finish it and uh, yeah. it was a, i think that i guess just like going like straight into it they should have just kept it with like a mini series oh, or just yeah. like just yeah, like one season, season
0: should have been just been it mm-hmm. that means they would have to change some plot details because i would just leave some like and um, like some plot bunnies but. Yeah. Because, so, like, the whole thing with season two is the accomplice thing. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. They would have to just change some details.
1: I think just, like, quickly just, like, run through Because I didn't mention any characters yet. No! <laughs> so, I think that's, like, a pretty big thing that I need to go over. So, it follows the liquid... Yes, liquid. Liquid. Liquid five. Six. Six. Where it is Emma, who's the main character. Noah, who kind of, like, emulates the person boy. from the first scream. Where, like, we all watch the first scream. Where it's the person in... And the party saying like this is how horror movies go like that kind of archetype. There is Audrey, which is his friend, who has a scandal at the beginning where like she 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 is like basically taped without her consent of like her like making out with like her like girlfriend at the time. There is Brooke, who is the rich girl archetype. There is Jake, who is just like the horrible boyfriend archetype, and
0: Will, who is also the horrible boyfriend. Will, who is
1: Emma's boyfriend, well. Jake is Brooks and then Emma's ex is Will but and they eventually break up. Who eventually breaks up and that is basically just like the whole roster and then there's of characters. Then there's Kieran which is Will which is Emma's love interest after her boyfriend spoiler 321 gets cut in half with a chainsaw. <laughs>
0: it was oh my <laughs> god. I remember I I um I compared it to Until Dawn like the c- yes. scene with Josh and Chris. When uh, Ashley was trying, had to
2: like, or was it? Midge, midge, I, I know midge, what. Midge, midge, yeah. midge, I have not watched an Until Dawn playthrough since twenty fifteen. I'm,
0: I'm,
1: I'm sorry. the same way. I don't know character names. I know exactly what scene you're talking yes,
2: about. Cool. I, I know what scene you're talking about. I have not watched an Until Dawn playthrough until like since freshman year <laughs> of high school. Don't ask me. <laughs> yeah,
1: okay. but um, there's also this character named Piper, which is which is the podcast character.
0: Yeah,
2: who is played? Uh, P- Piper is uh the. The the, 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 stri- w- the strip club android uh, <laughs> from Detroit Become Human, who is also Brian Deckhart, who plays Connor's Connor. wife. They have a beautiful wedding and they're a handsome couple. But they Brian are. Deckhart needs to move on from mm. Detroit unless there's a second game.
1: Okay, so Major, what do you think of the? What did you think of the <sighs> series overall?
2: Overall, it was very
0: much a kitschy cliche horror series it was more ridiculous than scary i only got spooked when like someone screamed i was like "Well, stop screaming um like how we can't scream here on 90.3 wmc upper montclair <laughs> <laughs> so um i was just sort of uh because then we would blow out the mics and they would want to kill me yeah. um so, like i i at towards the end of the first season i was like okay is it piper it turns out that Piper is the killer. For she was the, the first killer because the first in the first season, um, because she's Emma's half sister. Oh wait, the whole thing went. Oh yeah, so Brandon, James. Brandon, we James. Brandon James. Oh, yeah, should probably bring it Brandon James that's a pretty big plot point. Yes, 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 yes. So,
1: Emma's mom and birth dad—well, m- mom and dad—were lived in Lakewood their whole life. They were like high school sweeter No, no, no. They they might have they been They were high
0: originally high school. Yeah. Okay, yeah.
1: Okay. So it was right. So, there was this character named Brandon James who was, like... Who I don't like, know if anyone knows, like, Elephant Man kind of syndrome, where, like, there's, like, the face is kind of deformed, so you need, like, a mat to, like, kind yeah. of hold, like, stitches and stuff. So, like, I guess, like, I forget how, but just, like, Brandon kind of goes on, like, a murder rampage and yeah, something and loves...
0: something something with um, her, uh, Emma's mom. Yeah. He's, like, in love with yeah, her and that, stuff. Yeah, that, that's what it kind
1: of, like, boils down to. Like, he goes like, I want to say, like... I feel like it's more than ten people. I thought it's
0: five. And it was then five. One. I thought it was twenty-five. It was five. <laughs> um, well, you might be thinking of American Psycho.
1: Uh, yeah. Which maybe later. Maybe but, later. But um, yeah. He falls in love with uh, Emma's mom. Nice. Emma's mom. I doesn't. Don't really. Her think name is was.
0: Mo- Maggie, and then they. And then her nickname that her like family gave her was Daisy. Yeah. Which is like Daisy. That's song. Yeah, that's song. So that's that's a constant like musical theme throughout
2: the show. Oh wait, was that when they were playing that song? Like yeah. when they were in, and he made the knife stick. Yeah. Uh yes
3: yes yes he yes. He made yes. the
0: knife
2: stick and we go. Oh that's like a that's a Joe thing. Go on. A
3: stick with a knife on
2: it. It's, it's, yeah. It's a knife. He like take. He he duct a knife.
3: He, he like, a st- basically
1: duct tapes a knife to a pole cue. you.
3: That's that's some fallout New Vegas crafting table stuff. Would
1: you what, would you be shocked when you realized it didn't work it was used against him? <laughs> See
3: that's where I wouldn't... Uh, that that wouldn't happen to me. I'm simply built different. Thank
2: you. Also, when they're playing the song, I'm like, yo, if I was a serial killer, I'd be like, material girl! <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> but yeah, that's basically like Brendan James. Brendan James is like the first killer, gets a uh, shot at a doc, and guess what? Um, So it is his daughter at the end of the first season where Audrey comes in and saves Emma, basically. And Hittin Piper is a uh, shot at a doc after trying to kill her half-sister. No, yes. her half-sister. H- half-sister and her mother. Yay! Yeah. Which um, then they go into the second. That that's pretty much like everything important in the first season. Like Will dies. All of them get like haunted by the killer. Like whatever. So the second season, you find out that Audrey brought Piper there because Audrey wanted to do a basically documentary on, on Brandon James, and that's why Piper came. And then like you. Then uh, Emma gets really mad at her towards the end of it, saying like you caused all this murder. I won't forgive you. All that. And uh, also, poor Noah. Poor Noah can't get a girlfriend. <laughs> oh,
0: that poor boy.
1: Because the first season, he has a love interest in his friend group, Riley, who was killed on the third episode.
0: It's not really in his friend group. Him and no, she Audrey, was. like, meld. No, She's Riley- friends with Nina. Was? Yeah. Yeah. All
1: of them were friends with Nina. Nina is also Bella Thorne. Oh, who we're, talking first topic. Yeah. oh okay. we we're talking about Nina. Yeah.
0: okay. we Nina.
1: She's just a mean girl. She yeah. she dies. She's the. She's like uh, uh, the Drew Barrymore. Drew Barrymore, of the serious But oh, we is. don't
0: know how Drew Barrymore was as a person. Uh.
1: But whatever. Like, uh, first Riley dies, and then. Yes. Uh,
0: is it then Will?
1: Well, I was talking about no, but then uh, what's her name? Oh, oh, um, Zoe. Zoe dies.
2: Doesn't so. Will get? Slash with a scythe when he's hung upside down. Is that no, that Jake. is Jake. Well, was, was
1: the one that was cut directly in half?
2: Okay. See, okay. I didn't watch Scream. I walked in and out of the room and maybe watched half episodes so I have no context for the show. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's, a, it's, a me- it's fun. It's a lot. So, um, essentially with the second season, we get back. It's sort of like this point where, um... You're like oh everything's fine now and then audrey's got this whole bit she's like oh i i, I brought her here how dare i and oh, god there's this whole bit with the party and the oh, what 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 was that weird thing oh so we get a new sheriff because the old sheriff was kieran's dad and then he dies in season one because mm-hmm. viper kills him and then we get the new uh, sheriff sheriff acosta and his son and that's Gustavo, and he's just a funny little creep, man. This man just drew, he, so apparently he has this weird fascination with like death and stuff. Uh, the, how they explained is that apparently he saw in like a novel. Cri- <laughs> he saw a crime scene photo from his dad's um, files, and he was just like, I, I guess how. Um, oh my god, the psychologist! We'll talk about the psychologist in a second. Um, it's just like he starts drawing like dead bodies and it's weird a, it's, uh, stuff. It's six of them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Six of them and Branson.
1: And Branson. <gasps> we
0: have to
2: mention
1: Branson. Oh, Branson,
0: Jessa. Uh... Yes. Branson. you guys
2: talked about the teacher yet. We're That's about to talk Branson. about Branson. Okay. I don't know any of the characters' names.
1: No. Yeah. I don't know if anyone's seen Pretty Little Liars. Hey, I'm a gay boy that and listen to <laughs> Pretty Little Lars. I know. I know. I'm, I know I'm w- one of the few. few. <laughs> um, <laughs> but Pretty Little Liars, just to kind of like compare apples and oranges and stuff, is. Ezra and Arya from Pretty Little Liars is Brooke and Branson in Yay. this series where it's just like the teach the student falls for the teacher. The teacher is just like it's a gross. total creep.
2: Also, speaking of that, after you guys finish up uh, Scream, uh-huh. I think we need to compare it to K through twelve. Oh, absolutely. Oh, oh yeah. my God. Yeah. Um, I Um really Joe like, just gave me from across the I, studio.
1: I don't <laughs> I don't really have like much left of Scream. I just like wanted to really like talk about like how it's kind of just like, I felt like the writing was kind of poor. It kinda yeah, reminded me Riverdale. of like Riverdale writing. Or like I, I think we made a few jokes saying like, Oh, I think we found something that's written more poorly than Riverdale.
2: <laughs> Which when we were talking about like I, listen, I didn't really watch Scream, I was like in and out of paying yeah. attention to it. But it se- like Riverdale, it seems that Scream should have been like a one season thing.
1: Yeah, because the the second the second season, Kieran's the murderer. Oh yeah, it makes so no weird. sense.
2: I was only suspicious of him once back in
0: season one, and, and maybe at the end of season one, too, but that's about it. Not Nothing during season two. Joe, so, you ro- raised your hand.
3: Yeah, um, I think the difference between, from what I've heard you guys say about Scream, uh, the difference between Scream and Riverdale is the writers have fully admitted on Riverdale that they are, like... Camping it up. Yeah, it's, it's basically become self-parody, and I think that the bad writing shows that it's, like, leaning into the absurdity of it, because... Nobody writes dialogue like
1: that. Because yeah.
3: well, Riverdale Season 1...
1: I think this was actually made before Riverdale, too. I, yes. i yep. fact check it. So. Okay, but, yeah. I, like,
2: Riverdale Season 1... Listen, I don't remember. I watched it back in, what, 2016, 2017? Yeah. The story, from what I remember, was pretty good. I, mean, I can't <laughs> say on the acting. I'm sure the acting's not that great. Because oh, it's, a, it's a CW show.
4: Yeah.
2: But, like, I really enjoyed the mystery of... Riverdale season one, season two, just really absurd, and now I don't even know what's happening. Sean, <laughs> I am the queen of the bees. I am the
1: queen. Yeah, we, there's this a uh, TikTok that I found in the fall, where is uh, Cheryl, Cheryl Blossom, where like she has like honeycombs, and like people are like dressed in like like a Victorian like cosplay in the back, like look, like Queen of Hearts thing. Oh, okay. like, very and, cultish. Yeah, very cultish. And, like, they're just, like, talking, arguing. She b- grabs these honeycombs, goes to the two of them, and says, I am the queen of the bees. <laughs> and I I had to send it to that's Sam because I needed someone else to see Sh- this, Sean so goes, I'm not going crazy. Sean's
2: like, I hope this is a character episode, but I have a feeling. I have a
1: feeling that that was just an everyday occurrence.
2: <laughs> so is that all you guys have on screen? I yeah. Already that, had more comments?
1: No, I just wanted to say that I thought it was better. When I was 15, 16 years old, I thought the writing was kind of poor, and they should have stuck with the... Uh, same. one season if I could kind of just like features. boil it down to like three points and
2: also we we said that I mean you guys could look to, towards in the future that we are going to be M- Mitch for the first time me and Sean rewatching season one of
1: 13, uh, 13 reasons, reasons Why I only Th- watched season episode one, one and one. the absolute last episode I want to show yeah. just to see just like how crazy it got I
0: only watched the first episode when it virtually came out and then I
2: learned about the controversy and I went nah <laughs> uh, back. I oh. thought this was peak TV, and then I did not watch anything past season one.
1: Right. Um, K uh, through twelve. Uh, yeah, let's 12? talk about. K-
2: I forgot to put this on the list, but it okay. came to me as like we, as you guys were talking, like, oh, we watched K through twelve. I we sat through K through twelve <laughs> for a reason. Yeah, and that it's to talk about it. Yeah. So K through twelve is Melanie Martinez's album, but she came out with a movie accompanying it, which is a. An hour and twenty-two minute long music video, so much. with a plot yeah. that is incomprehensible. What plot? It's so, <laughs>
0: if I can then compare it to something very loosely, it's a save, the Save the rock and roll series of music videos from Fall Out Boy, just because that's or, like the same uh, thing. said Lemonade.
4: Yeah,
1: lemonade. lemonade by Beyonce.
0: I don't think Save I think save and Rock and Roll was eventually compiled together. I can't remember, but that's what I. Melanie,
2: to. I'm gonna say this. First, Melanie tries really, 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 really hard to be woke. Oh, for sure, An act and she, An act. she's a great singer. Mm, stick to that. <laughs> she cannot act the So one thing I do like about about this is I'll I'll say what I like about it first before we get to all the awful things about it. Mm-hmm. The aesthetics, oh yeah, set design and costume design is gorgeous and very Melanie Martinez. Mm-hmm. It sticks with her creepy retro baby vibes that she has throughout her music and throughout her own personal style and i love that and it stays it stays consistent throughout the entire thing i forgot another thing i was gonna say oh yeah was that each of the songs can like compare to the grade that they are supposed to be Mm in Because there is 13 songs on there. 13 the
1: songs, album. and K-12 through 12 is obviously 13 grades.
2: 13 grades. So each song represents the grade that they're in, and that's pretty much all I like about this album. Yeah, that's also all I like <laughs> about that,
1: um, too. It, let, let me just start by saying, like, a lot of these acting scenes are unnecessary. I
2: thought you were going to say oh, acting yeah. challenge, because I'm like... We're not about
1: Drag I, Race we're yet. We're not talking so about Drag Race yet. <laughs> They've <laughs>
0: had one this season. But,
1: uh... I'll I'll use this example that I've said with uh Sam and all of them. Let Let's take the second song, a uh, class fight, which like class fight, it should probably be like probably like a three it's three like and a, a half three minutes minute song. Off. It takes okay. them like s- uh, I want to say like probably like five or six minutes to get through the entire song because there's a unnecessary like scene in the middle of the song. They cut cut the middle. They cut the song in half because yeah, of this there's unnecessary like scene. there's like
2: two scenes and that that make. Actually, let me let me pull up the album list because yeah, there's an, I want to talk do. about the the weird jump from one song and a scene. Uh, K 12. Okay. Okay, so I said K 12 weird.
1: Yeah, like yeah. so it's about
2: class fight. You, well, like we said, there's like there's a weird scene where they're in this pocket dimension oh, that yeah. never comes back. Oh yeah, uh, uh, that, that's a common the theme. Powers. that like they bring
1: stuff up that just like either comes back like once or twice and is never brought up again, or just like has nothing. The ghost in the beginning.
2: Uh, yeah, I want uh. s- to. The, there's the g- ghosts are brought up twice. It's brought up
1: at the very beginning after uh, Whiz on the bus. Yeah. yeah, and then and then in between
3: It was when in between uh, the nurse nurse's walk. office and drama, club. and drama club. Yeah, I think. Um, I think Melanie Martinez would have benefited from a Pink Floyd's The Wall treatment, where the movie is no plot. Like, there's no yeah, that's plot. What, I use plot very loosely.
1: That's what the image are trying to say. And, yeah. No.
3: yeah, and it's just a series of music videos because, like, The Wall is a, is a really, really good set of music videos. Like,
2: you can really tell what all of our music tastes are by you mentioning The Wall, you mentioning Beyonce, and, and you I m- mentioned mentioning Paula Paula Boy. Boy
1: yeah (laughs) and we're all friends (laughs) and
2: we're all just because we have different music tastes doesn't mean we can't be friends Mm -hmm. um also there is like i said melanie's trying to be really woke and this i think this talk about the thing we can talk about that thing in like two seconds because i want to talk about i want to talk about drama club oh my god really quickly on how like she's like they're controlling you there's this whole bit with the pills thing too. Yeah, like there's this. So right before um, the principal, yes, like Pizzle's there's this office. kid. He's like, he's like, I'm on the lowest dosage of these pills. They're and pink. Th- they're pink. That's the lowest dosage. And Melanie's like, well, why are they using those? He's like, to control, to control us, us, man. Like, where? Th- this plot's brought up maybe once again.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And I think it really is Drama Club. <laughs> it's Drama Club, and she's like, they're controlling and you. you. And then so she's like, wake up, and that wakes them up. That wakes reason. them up, and they go and kill the principal, who is an apparently an allegory. Like the song, the principal is an allegory for Donald Trump.
0: And also, then his son gets put into power.
1: Well, let's just talk about how they just nonchalantly like kill and bury the principal and their teacher. Yeah, like, And then uh, their their friend, I forget their friend's name. I think. Celeste. Oh, no. Celeste. Celeste. Yeah. And Celeste's like, did you get rid of the principal? She's like, duh. And it's like. All right, <laughs> girl. It's not like
2: just police on grounds. What are you doing? Yeah, there's, I... there's f- like five main characters by the end. It is Crybaby, Baby, who is Melanie, Angelita, mm-hmm. Angelita, Celeste, Celeste Floor, and another girl who comes at the very end, and I don't remember her name. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. Any- oh,
0: uh, um, Magnolia. Magnolia came comes before Floor. Floor is the last one.
2: Okay, there's five of them. Don't know where Magnolia came from. She came out nowhere.
0: She she it was during the lunchroom scene okay i think it was orange juice it was the one before that
2: talk i want to okay
3: before wait I, um did you uh were you guys going to continue on the uh i'm going to continue on plot? the
2: wokeness thing before i go okay. to another weird plot line that is, is, yeah. is explored twice and one of the those scenes is the ending yeah because like I, I said melanie tries to be really woke so you have the pills thing where they're controlling you with the pills <laughs> what's another weird woke oh the one black kid does oh sorry there's like three black kids in all his class C, yeah. which is just like my high school Hey, um, and the black kid doesn't stand for the Pledge of Allegiance mm-hmm. and he's like liberty and justice for all I say that's bull mm-hmm. and then like the security guard like, like yeah. it's really hard it's like high school
1: they take them out for another reason Yeah,
2: yeah. probably one of the uh, best we're exa- talking about the
1: thing we're talking about the thing a
2: best example of wokeness oh, oh, yes. is that there is a ca- so right before the principal it cuts to to the principal's office where there is a trans woman yes who is asking to be called mrs walker or whatever Miss harper
1: miss
3: yes, harper. harper why do i remember that
2: and she you're has watching it with us barely watching and she it. has yeah. blue hair and pronouns <laughs> like you
1: and i like me and, and sean yeah and not to take anyone's like transness away uh-huh. but felt like they kind of We're making fun of trans people a little bit by choosing, like, a very masculine-looking trans woman.
3: Yeah, that's very... Yeah, I mean, that's... Like I said,
1: I'm not trying to take anyone's transness away from them. Everyone, every trans person is different.
3: That's just the whole point. I think that's the whole point of a lot of... Like, a lot of our culture today... I'm not going to get into politics. It's all Mm. vague gestures at supposed injustice or hypocrisy on either side of the aisle, and it's never... Nobody has any prescriptive, like, coherent ideas. They're all founded on emotion, and I think that this tried and very poorly played on on emotions for a certain type of audience, and I think it came off as offensive, crude. Because yeah. it was
2: like just like very blue, like blue hair, pronoun, liberal.
3: Yeah, yeah,
1: just like Google a, Google a picture of like a.
2: Google, um, like, liberal like, meltdown, uh, yeah, and like, that's, like, the kind of person. All,
1: like, far, far left, all liberal, like, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah. That's what's going to come up.
3: And It's, like, there, I don't want, like, I don't want to take away from her musical talent. Uh-huh.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: I don't think this movie should have existed. Like, there is no, re- because it just comes, like. It didn't need to be a movie. Like, it just well, it needs to be a it... music video. Yeah, Exactly. It, it just it came off it, like I said. It's crude. It's it's nonsensical, and at points it is offensive. And it's not just because of the trans character who is. I think, played, like, handled very poorly because it's, like, a one-and-done scene and we never get vindication for the transphobic... I I mean, I guess the principal gets murdered somehow? I I, didn't know. I I looked away for five seconds and the scene changed.
1: I I I think it's also important to notice that this wasn't, like, 20 years ago. This was 2019. Yeah.
3: Yeah. And, like,
2: there are genuinely good, just, like, music video scenes. Mm. The nurse's office is a good...
1: I know you don't like it, but *Recess*. I think the vibe for that is very good.
2: Um, like I'm talking about like just purely music video scenes. No,
1: I mean I mean the yeah. ba- oh, music yeah. video of it.
2: Show and, uh, Show and, Show and Tell is, is really a good, good music video scene. Um, uh, *High School Sweethearts* is another music video scene.
1: Orange juice or no?
2: Orange. Here's my, juice. my issue with orange juice is that. The vibes completely changed. The vibes are off. The vibes are off. (laughs) Stop. (laughs) It's not the vibe. No, but like every music video scene has been taken place in the school with the same color palette. Orange juice... Is outside of the school in a field with earthy tones mm-hmm. and a lot of oranges on the ground. <laughs> but like that makes sense because I like you know, it's about this yeah. is a somewhat eating disorder and it uses orange, orange to orange juice as a, mm-hmm. a as a sign for bulimia. But that is the one that it is the one song that has a completely different color palette and is not indoors. It is outside, and it's not even like they, they could have done if they wanted to do an outside thing. It could have been on school grounds. This is like in the middle of a field and it has. Green, brown, and orange tones. Like
0: I said, they could have done it on the tennis court because they established that that's a thing. And she could have
2: used pastel oranges, but she uses these w- like warm, earthy tones mm-hmm. that just don't fit the vibe of the rest of the thing. Yeah.
1: And also, and, uh, are you. No, done? no, I, I
2: was. You, you do what you, you need what you said. Um, I was going
1: to do So the last three songs are uh, Teacher's Pet, High uh, School Sweethearts, Sweetheart, and recess. recess. I want to yeah. talk about the two before Recess where like me and Sam agree that they should have been switched because even though That's, we yes, even though we that. we don't really like the movie part of it in the movie context is that Melanie Martinez's character Crybaby, gets a love letter in her in her uh, locker yeah. so yeah. instead of going to high school sweetheart they go to teacher's pet which is basically talking about uh an talking affair talking about like a,
2: between a student and a teacher
1: yes we're like they really should have went to high school sweetheart first because that's what the movie was kind of leading up to,
2: yeah, because we're like, oh, it's high school sweethearts next, and then it went to teacher's pet,
1: yeah, and we're like, what
2: it just makes sense in context for them to love letter that Melanie is like into mm-hmm. to high school sweethearts and then what and then lead that the scene before high school sweethearts into teacher's pet, yes, that made the most sense, and I want to talk about uh, yeah. It's I couldn't read it for a second. I couldn't read the clock. Um, the Lilith scenes. Oh gosh, the Lilith scenes. That uh, the most important
1: scenes uh, of the of the movie. You mean
2: that made
1: next no, to no sense.
2: Melanie brings up the name Lilith in the very beginning of the yes, movie. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Where she's trying to. She's like this name, it's, this name, this name. No, it's Lilith. This angel. They
0: say she's an angel in the movie.
2: Lilith comes up after nurse's office to yeah. save Crybaby and Angelita. And then they're like, please take us away from this school, which is, I think the school's supposed to represent society. <laughs> Joker. <laughs> we live... My father! <laughs> Joe, Joe, you want to do the... My
3: father. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I saw you reaching towards the panel, so yeah. Yeah. Um, but like they're like, little please take so She's like, no, you need to feel the physical pain of this realm. And her voice is all, like, distorted and angely.
0: Because, like, for some reason, all of, like, the main five girls have powers.
2: Yeah. Never explained on how they have these powers or why. They just have... They be- just do. They just yeah. do. And that's what all brings all these five girls together is because they share these powers. Angelita mm-hmm. and Crybaby are friends before Prior, the, yeah. before the mm-hmm. movie. They're, they're friends before. And... L- Lilith is what? A- once again, at the end of the movie, once they get, once they destroy the school,
4: mm-hmm.
2: and uh, it is the five girls, the kid that has a crush on Crybaby, Ben, Ben, and then Angelita is like, M- Crybaby, are you coming? Because they're going through this, tel- like this, heaven's door, yeah, thing. Yeah, heaven's ah. door. Ah, Jonas <laughs> looks at me. <laughs> um, they go through this, like portal to what looks like heaven and Angela goes cry baby you're coming and then Crybaby looks distressed and that's how the movie ends ah.
1: and then goes into a fire draw for like five seconds
2: yeah yeah what what happened what happened what happened to the original plot, plot of, of, of the, the
1: movie,
4: movie.
2: <laughs> don't ask me what that movie was about there's so uh, many loose ends and plot holes
1: yeah like
2: I, I don't... Also, like, some of the hairstyles are questionable. Oh, I'm just thinking gosh. about Angelita's 50 bobby pin hairstyle. That was <laughs> weird. <laughs> it's she, so she, ugly. She
1: looked like a genocide Sayo from... Uh, oh, show. yeah! Uh, from yeah. A for, like, five seconds.
2: I... Don't don't ask me what the plot of this movie was because there's so because you couldn't figure it out. There's no. no there's no plot to this movie. Also, I thought it's really funny because you bought there is consistency in Melanie's previous music videos with there are blue people.
1: Uh-huh. Oh my god. <laughs>
2: but I I'm looking at like we're start we, me and Sean originally started K through twelve by ourselves and then I go yo is that Thrawn in the back?
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah <it was> cool. <laughs> do you want, would you like to do an impression? Do, do an impression. It
3: was in fact me, Grand Admiral Thrawn. Thank you.
0: Thank you, Grand Animal Throng. Thank, Thank you. you so much. Um, that's going to be fun to edit later.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I I don't... This movie is about conformity and being in society. Like, th- that's what the song... Yeah. Th- the songs are, are about conformity and society and how the government is kind of screwing us over. Yeah, you know. And that is, like, implied with, like, the principal and whatever and uh, nurse's office, show and tell is about the music industry uh drama club is also about the government strawberry shortcake is about eating uh, no
1: eating. Uh, just like no
2: yeah. it's uh, about sexualization of young about girls uh-huh. um lunchbox friends is about free... hm clicks yeah lunchbox friends is about clicks orange juice is about eating disorders detention don't ask me what that's about <laughs> teacher's pet is about an affair between a student and her teacher yeah. high school sweethearts is just about being in love recess uh, uh,
1: recess i can say so recess this is one of my favorite songs mm-hmm. off the album it's my it, least favorite I know uh, <laughs> but uh, it, if you listen to the lyrics, it's ta- th- there's this one lyric where it says like if you need a break, someone can take your place. Mm-hmm. where like it and obviously this is like the senior year song, so like you're going to college and like, oh, you yeah. need to be the best or else like someone's gonna like take it from you. like sure, you could like take a break, but like you're gonna like miss out on all yeah, this yeah. stuff. So it's basically like, recess from what I could tell is just about growing up and like going into okay. like the adult world. All right. But Detention, don't even ask yeah, me. Yeah, I don't
2: know. <laughs> I don't know what Detention's about. I said, I'm like, why is the song so sexy? <laughs> it's just <laughs> a sexy song, but I don't know what the song's about. Every other song, I'm like...
4: Yeah, all right. And, like,
2: Wheels on the Bus is about um, just, like, people Standard in school. school. like, Oh. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Sean, can we talk about the scene in Class Fight where they call <laughs> her mom, oh and God. you cannot? She goes
1: They're, like, need to talk about two things." She in calls class her mom. Fight,
2: I like think not, you talk about. Oh, Angelita <laughs> is like, "How would you call your mom and ask for opinion, her opinion?" And
1: her mom is like, "You don't see her mom all the way; you just see like an arm and a leg." And, and Crybaby's like, "Maybe."
2: Yeah, and Crybaby's like, "I can't call my mom." She's like, "No, just ask her opinion." You don't know if the mom is dead. dead? A a neglectful neglectful mother Or or a drug addict Yeah It never explained Mm -hmm. And also uh, Kelly Who is like the rival Uh For Crybaby In that song Just pulls out a switchblade During During the class fight And I think it's so funny Because in the next scene She's like
1: I didn't she's, even break skin. She, like
2: she's like, she she's, like skin. she's like, whatever. She didn't break skin. I did. I'm like, that's because you pulled out a knife. It's
1: <laughs> also funny how um, what's her, what's Carpe's friend's name? Angelita? Oh, uh,
2: Angelita. Angelita.
0: Yeah. Butter, I also love how Angelita
1: name? in uh, <laughs> End of Teachers Pet pulls out pulls out a f- full on butterfly knife. So we <laughs>
2: have to show you this one scene because For, so so the teacher in Teachers Pet turns Angelita into like a little like pixie like, size, like
0: literally little little little.
3: Ratcheline.
2: Sure, kind of like yeah. Ratchelene and turns her into like a pig he says and he goes to dissect her and Crybaby well, like comes Crybaby too. comes and saves her and turns her back to normal
3: Angelina pulls out
2: of her dress a butterfly knife and is like swinging around before slashing great, the teacher's throat dude.
3: Did, did I, was I just not present for this not. you went to I the bathroom I think turned out after a point no, yeah, no, no like, you
2: were you went upstairs you went to the bathroom
3: yeah I know at one point I was kind of in my I, I was kind of like I was playing Battlefront in my head again probably it's
2: okay sometimes I play Solitaire in my head yeah, these people are <laughs> dating. <laughs> <laughs> wow, way to out me on radio. That, oh no. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for outing. <laughs> Good thing my mom knows. Um I think that's all I have to say on K through 12 yeah. is that yeah, it doesn't make like, sense. Um let
0: me um, go to a break real quick and then we'll come back. Yeah, and the
2: then uh after break, uh Joe, would you like to talk about Ruby? Yes, please. All right, yes, okay. So we'll go on break, we'll be right back. Yep. Hey, you're back with Fan Affair with Sam and Midge and it's Joe awesome. and Sean. It's and awesome. so many people. Oh, gosh. And now we're going to jump right back into yeah. it. So me and Joe, over, well, we started back in November.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: And we, fi- we, are, we caught up a couple weeks ago. Yeah, I, I showed cool. Joe Ruby. She had watched the first two volumes back a couple years ago when they came out. Right. And I go, hey, this is my favorite show ever.
3: <laughs> now it's mine.
2: Uh, you need to watch it she says that she wears my hat that I gave her it is a Yang Xiaolong hat yeah so Joe I bought you on here for many reasons one because I really like you and you're a great uh, you're a great guest to have on oh thank you uh, but I would like you to talk about some Ruby things so what so yes. I want you to tell to talk about what you like and what you don't like
3: okay so to start is my mic yeah you're good so some of the things that I loved. I really love the character of the main uh, the character development of the main four. I definitely think that they could use uh, I think yang and Blake could use a touch more character development in terms of like you know where they're at like mentally. They do handle the trauma very well from you know the end of season three. Um, uh,
2: so, uh, we'll just do a quick spoiler, because if, if you're all new here to our show... We talk me and, about, like, every other week. Me, yeah. and Ru- me and Midge do talk about Ruby a lot, but, um... Yeah. So, spoiler alert for Season 3 or... On any, anything,
0: really. Any any spoilers all, for all Ruby. All Ruby. Pretty much.
3: All Ruby. So, yeah. uh, Joe, continue. Cool. Um, I feel like... I, I feel like Blake doesn't get enough screen time, and that's mm. why she's kind of the weakest character, but I still love them all the same. Team Juniper, uh... Best character, I like. I, I love them. They are strong side characters, and they are what a supporting cast should be, like strong dynamic characters that really kind of fill out the main group. I guess I like you know the background of the, the main group.
2: Yeah, like I like to call them like a main team, but secondary characters, especially like, when when we're dealing with volumes one through three, because there are team. There's a lot of focus on teams, like Team Coffee, yeah. and yeah. Team Sun, and Cardinal. Team Cardinal. I'm like Juniper is a main team but with secondary characters but uh, no you're you, mm-hmm. I'm just thinking about like some of the stuff that happened in like volume eight and yeah. um, they yeah. do fill up screen time but I don't feel like that is one thing I can compliment Ruby because I do have it's my as much as I love it I do have many complaints about the show mm-hmm. yeah I feel like team Juniper's screen time is rarely wasted
3: yeah they they definitely are like when they're on screen they're on screen like they're, they do they're
2: doing something they're either developing the yeah. main girls or they're developing their own characters like they're very fleshed out characters.
3: Uh okay so I I mean not to mention the art style goes from like you know all right to well they, like, they
2: change the engine yeah they yeah. can
3: they continually improve the art style and I appreciate that I respect it and I love how distinct it is.
2: Because here's my one thing. So if you're someone out there who's like, but the first three seasons, (laughs) I want to bring this up to you. And yes, there are there have been other like you know studios with smaller budgets and smaller things. Ruby had a very little budget and an entire team of about twelve to fourteen people. Yeah. And only about seven of those were animators. Yeah. So give them and also a lot of those animators were also working on other shows like Red vs. Blue at the time. So. Ruby didn't have a full force dedicated until about season two or three, because uh, they saw how much money Ruby was uh, bringing in and, in, and now, unfortunately, River's Blue has been kind of kicked to the uh. sidelines in terms of quality. And
0: that's sad, because I'm just getting yeah. into
2: it. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I'm obviously going to f- catch up with Midge. Like, I'm watching seasons... I, I've been watching since season six with you because yeah. I didn't feel like watching the first five seasons, but obviously I'm going to catch up with you because I you. fell off the bandwagon a little bit.
3: I got to get into it too. Uh,
2: seasons 11 through 13 are great, but I'm not here to talk about that. Ruby. We're, we're here to talk about
3: Ruby. So another uh, another thing, like my I think my biggest complaint besides Cinder getting you know character development too late because you know she did get a backstory, yeah. only five seasons too late. Yeah. Um, I think... <laughs> I love her backstory. Yeah, I we needed we needed this in like
2: volume four for sure. And when I think when she was like on her own for a while, yeah. yeah.
3: And I think they should have killed her. Like,
2: tw- like we've had two fake out deaths oh. for the worst character. I I arguably the worst character in the entire cast. Arguably the worst villain.
3: I think she's a great character, just severely misused. And I think that's what makes her a bad character.
2: Because a lot of it was like everyone was like, oh, because a lot of Cinder's character for eight volumes with power, 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 power. Yeah, I just want power. But you don't know why. You're like, oh, is she just greedy because that's just a bad character? I hate... No one likes a character who just wants there for power. Yeah. Unless you're Dio Brando because he's super or cool.
0: Or Oreo because that's funny.
2: <laughs> yeah. Like, unless it's done... It's very hard to, like, make a character who's just power hungry for the sake of being power hungry. Yeah, or, yeah. like,
0: money hungry. It's yeah. just, It's only when it's funny. <laughs> it's only yeah. when it's funny or it has
2: to be done well. Yeah. Zinner spends... Uh, She gets introduced at the end of volume one, so she spends about... Roughly seven, six to seven seasons with no mm. backstory. Yeah. Yeah. That's about four seasons too late. That's too much for a series. I love her backstory. It was well done, but I really needed it sooner. Yeah. Continue, Joe. Continue.
3: Um, another villain that I did not really like the writing of, like I think he was handled great at first, was General Ironwood. Uh-huh. I think um, I could go on for hours, but I'm going to keep it brief. Um, he you know he is the archetypal fascist villain you know with some I have some huge critiques because he claims to be a populist at first he has very po- well not claims but he his actions and his mo you know his his words his motives are very populism driven. he's a lot like Mussolini in that he is an inept fascist but he also doesn't have any of he, he doesn't have any the accomplishments that make, that made, say, Mussolini in real life an imposing villain despite his ineptitude. He didn't really bring... He didn't bring anything to the table except look at how bad I am because I'm gonna, you know, um, kill civilians. Like,
1: yeah, yeah, that's
3: a bad guy, but you're supposed to be a... a, You're supposed to be a misintentioned good guy, not a bad guy. That's what makes an imposing villain is somebody who has, like, you know, there's a moral conflict when you face off against them.
2: I think it's very funny because Joe has been spent... Like, I watched most of it with her there are a couple of seasons I'm like i oh, just watch out okay, yeah. I'm not a big fan of the season mm. since season 3 she's like I love Ironwood I'm gonna yeah, cosplay Ironwood we have been just and me cons- me and Midge have been like messaging each other like looking at each other like
0: oh, um
3: <laughs> hmm, <laughs> Ironwood lucky I didn't cosplay him I suppose
0: yeah <laughs> you're like oh I love Ironwood I'm gonna cosplay I'm like oh. by the time I we went to Anime NYC was she, fin- was she up to no she didn't no. even start it yeah. because at Anime NYC we went to the Ruby because um, Sam was dressed up as Weiss. Weiss-y. she was very great. Because uh, there was a was it a crow? There was a crow. Oh, no, it was an ospin. It Oz was an Ozpin with a with, with ironwood plush, yeah. a little ironwood plush on like a on like a, a baby leash. leash. <laughs>
2: yeah. Um, and so
0: uh, Joe did not know what was up with Ironwood at that point. <laughs> she didn't
2: know anything about Ruby. It's funny.
3: Yeah. After falling very I was I was just like, ah, oh, Weiss has an older sister. That's about all I know. Winter. <laughs>
2: oh we know, we know. um <laughs> but yeah she's like i love ironwood and then i'm like mm, and she was oh no ironwood's gonna die I'm like
3: mm. it was worse i'd rather he died
2: yeah and then <laughs> and i was like oh i think joe's gonna like might like him because he's a fascist and then he's like yeah. i'm going to drop a bomb on mantle which is
0: weird because you like homelander
3: yeah but that that that's another that's that, is that, that's another. that's it? I like homelander because he's funny and he's a great satire on American culture also be, um, that that's the only reason
2: okay oh you oh uh, you're disgusting uh, 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 <laughs> I'm
3: sorry he's a great character he's a well-written character wink, he's, wink. he's better in the he's better in in the TV show than the comics
2: okay so, so continue on with some review um
3: um, i mean really what i didn't like was just about that like my main criticism was of ironwood i mean there are other plot points that they kind of like they kind of push it aside to introduce new plot points and they yeah. have this kind of I, I like to call it the like I, I call it the feathering rope problem where you know eventually a rope wears out and it starts to feather and the fibers start to splay outward and they don't connect anymore That's kind of what Ruby has, where they introduce too many plot points and they don't kind of weave them back in. It makes for a weak rope.
2: I've watched so I've watched Ruby a butt ton of times because I've every person I meet. Sean, uh-huh. staring at Sean to watch Ruby. Um, every person I meet, because I've been a Ruby fan since trailer one. I was in middle school. This is a very... Ruby's a very important part of my life and right. to who I am as a person.
0: Luckily, I had already watched Ruby by the time I met Sam.
2: Yeah, so I did not have to show Midge Ruby. That's already in it. But so I've shown so many people Ruby. I know like volumes one through three, all the lines by heart. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm a very big fan of this. So I, I very much enjoy... Going back and watch rewatching Ruby and seeing foreshadowing for things that do happen oh, and foreshadowing yeah. for things that don't happen. Oh yeah. yeah, like one of the biggest foreshadowing is Blake in episode two, and she's reading. Oh yes, no episode three, and she's reading a book called a. Uh, she's like it's about a book with a a man. a man with two souls. And you know who's a man with two
0: souls? Oscar. Oscar which is not
2: brought up until season 4 Which is really good foreshadowing technically
0: you could think Ozpin is also a man with two souls Because at some point he would have the prior Ozma yeah. incarnations he head, voiced in his head
2: And also uh, one of the best foreshadowing lines is in volume 1 And mm-hmm. Ozpin says to Ruby I have made more mistakes than any man, woman, and child on this planet
0: Because he really has Yeah
2: And um, at first you're like Come on then Like dude that's a little hyperbolic no, no, it wasn't. It is such a great... There's some really good foreshadowing yeah. in, like, the early seasons to what is going to happen.
3: Like, I definitely want to give credit where it's due. When they do... Like, when they know where the plot's going, they call ahead and they foreshadow things. Really well done. I've rewatched it once, like, you know, from Volume 3 on. And it's kind of like... When I catch those little things, like, yeah. you, like you said, it's really rewarding, I think. It's, it's a lot like how Star Wars does little tie-ins. You yeah, know? like,
2: I... I really enjoy going back and rewatching Ruby and enjoying those like little plot points. I think it's really fun. And it's also really disappointing to see they introduce something and it just doesn't, doesn't. come back up. Yeah. Like. That's kind of h- it's Ruby's thing at this point. <laughs> Ruby is really infamous for throwing things at the wall and seeing what sticks.
0: And if it doesn't, they abandon it.
2: Yeah, and they don't do anything with it. What's
0: something I can't remember anything off the top of my head? Little Miss, right? Little Miss, um, ma, ma, ba, ba. uh,
2: a uh, Little Miss Malachite. Malachite. Also, and the l- two twins, the twins f- from Gangs trailer, are seen. One other t- and Junior, Junior, never bought up again.
3: You said the twins I thought you I thought we Not were going back that to that Book of Boba Fett. I wasn't going back
2: <laughs> no, to Boba
3: Fett. I'm uh <laughs> I'm sorry. Yang's
2: trailer she fights two twins and Junior in a club that they go back to in Volume 2. Yeah. And never again. Never again. Um so unfortunately Ruby does do that and uh they miss you Cinder but you know what they use Cinder really good in what the comedy spinoff ruby Which chibi yes. just got me on because i had never actually watched it before today ruby chibi is a fun goofy show that makes fun of the main series yeah and like it makes fun of the animation style and like cinder is boiled down to in ruby chibi of ha, ha, my nefarious plans. she legit says that is that all she says It's not all she says, but a lot of her character in Ruby Chibi boils down to that, which is hysterical. But wouldn't it be funny if that was all she said? (laughs) It would have been really funny, but like, they make fun of how bad of a villain Cinder is in Ruby Chibi. They understand, but they get it. Mm -hmm. They really, that show makes me wish that there was more character dynamics. Like, Nora and Yang have some great on screen, like, comedy stuff in Ruby Chibi. Which I guess it is hard to do a lot of comedy now in Ruby because oh, it's taken yeah. a very serious turn since Volume three, which yeah. I, a lot of people dropped off at of Volume three because it's not the show they signed up for. They thought it was going to yeah. be a fun um, like magic school romp, and then it turned into something else, which is fine. That's not what you signed up for, go to a different show. that's fine. A lot of people
0: don't sit, don't stay on and hate watch. People hate watch it. That's silly. People hate watch silly. for volume
2: four. And one of my least favorite things that the Ruby fandom does is that if they don't like something, they go, Monty wouldn't have wanted this. For you who used, uh, you used don't know, Monty's the original creator of Ruby and uh, passed away from a medical incident uh, in the production of volume three. Yeah. Um, so anytime the fans don't like something, they like to throw Monty's name into it, which is disgusting and annoys me. Um, oh, also another thing that I don't like about Ruby, uh, Joe, the Crow, <laughs> Crow Tyrion versus Clover. Clover fight. I want your opinions on that fish, really quick. Fish, okay, fish, fish, so fish. first
3: of all, Clover and Crow were they were definitely they should have ended up happy together. They were exploring um, each
2: other's bodies. They were exploring each <laughs> <into> other's bodies. <laughs> yes. But listen, someone put up down to their eye color. Oh, they were yeah. perfect opposites.
0: Because it's the same. It's the thing they. It's a continuing theme
2: that clo- like so. Uh, Crow's semblance, his power, is bad luck. While Clover's was good luck, and was the only person who was able to balance out Crow's bad luck. He keeps a distance from everyone he loves because of his bad luck.
3: Mm-hmm. I think, I think the 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 Tyrion fight was. I I think I, like I liked it from a technical standpoint.
0: Oh yeah, that thing was amazingly done, but, but like, I hated it.
3: See how how I could have how you could have tweaked it was I'm angry. Like. <laughs> I, I, I think, like, f- the way I kind of explain it away, because I do this with Star Wars when there's little plot holes that do get paved over later, um, you know, I, I like to, you know, use in-universe reasoning and stuff. like I think Crow was absolutely devastated that Clover would turn on him, and he was acting in the moment, and he didn't think it through. I think it was just bull, though. Like, it would have made much more sense for him and, and
2: Clover Clover
3: to fight Tyrion. Tyrion. And then at one point, Tyrion knocks out Clover's, uh, like, knocks down his semblance, and then he gets him. Tyrion
2: literally tried to kill Crow. He had poisoned Crow. He had poisoned Crow. Like, literally a
0: couple volumes earlier. um... In Volume 4?
2: There is more hatred for uh, for Crow against Tyrion than Crow against Clover. So it makes no sense why you would team up with Tyrion. It was really, like, they really just did it for shock factor, and that is my least... Favorite fight in the entirety of the show because it is just in canon, it is makes no sense. Yeah, Yeah, it's very, it's a dumb fight. It's well animated,
3: it's just a stupid fight. Oh, yeah, like technically, it's beautiful, it's absolutely amazing. I love the way Tyrion moves. He's like one of my favorite villains because he's so just crazy like he really kind of goes off the wall where other villains like emerald or silver wouldn't uh Silver? mercury mercury sorry or uh, mercury wouldn't um sorry he's like my least favorite i don't really care for him i uh, forgot he existed
2: yeah he's not really a super memorable villain i obviously we all knew emerald was gonna get a redemption arc since volume oh, yeah. three yeah yeah um uh, mercury he's now in salem's favor and like one of like in like the main head what does this think what does this guy think he's going to get like hot babes in a hot tub? Also dis- <laughs> another disappointing thing from volume 8. I love volume 8, but a lot of dispo- some disappointing moments. Watts dying? With-
0: they just can't afford Christopher Sabat anymore. Yeah, Christopher
2: Sabbath was the voice of Watts, so we just said that he, they couldn't afford Rosadith couldn't afford him anymore. It makes sense. Was- but they didn't even, we didn't even get a backstory, which I like to think his backstory was that he was trying to make it the most epic gaming PC <laughs> and Ironwood turned him down for the Penny Project.
0: Yeah. That it, it was obvious that he was turned down for the his whatever he was working on for the Penny Project. Because, also, and so that like leads to animosity there between him and Pietro. Some, Pietro.
2: Yeah, some great lines in volume eight. Uh, we got Penny was a real girl for like five Penny. minutes. Penny died. Penny, my favorite character. Uh, and now she's dead, dead for good. And I'm sad. Uh, winter collecting the death flags because she is the winter maiden. She's, she's like Kira collecting. She's I have to leave the office. Sorry. That was volume. That was volume seven. But uh, Winter with her hair down sent me into a sapphic frenzy. It
0: did. I was right there.
2: That was freshman year. Yeah. Um, I was sent into a sapphic frenzy and listened to Girls by uh, Girl <laughs> in Red it
0: just started. Just started blasting it in our dorm. I was like, I Thank love. Thank God it was early morning. I was and like, it like I back. love women. And I was like, yeah, I know, um, I know.
2: But yeah. <laughs> Also, I thought it was a very nice touch for Atlas to fall and get submerged Atlantis, in water. Atlantis, Atlantis, Atlantis. Um, but just quick, I mean, we've talked about the theories for Ruby uh, yeah. Nine before, but I want to, I really, I need, I need Ironwood to join Salem. Oh yeah, I think that'd be a great plot turn.
3: Yeah, like as much as I wish they would kind of just throw him in the trash because they did botch him in the final. They can't. Uh, he's inning. too important yeah. at
2: this point. And but he's not dead. They didn't show his mm. body on screen. Yeah, that is a he... cardinal rule. <laughs>
3: I, I feel like the only way to at least somewhat salvage his tarnished character is to like make him work. Ba- ba- with Salem. I
2: feel like Iron was gonna have like if you can't beat him, join him. Yeah, like thing, and he the only way he could do is join because he knows like stuff about Ozpin. Yeah, yeah, like, and he's gonna join Salem,
3: which I like that. I kind of like that angle because it does like again it does harken back to the fascist villain archetype, like you know once you go to the once you go to the length of one evil you'll go to the length of any evil and I guess you know throwing his like th- he has no intimidation factor at least in my eyes so I think the only thing they could do is ham it up and send him like make him work with the biggest big bad
2: yeah
0: yeah uh, so we have very little time left but do you want to like rapid fire or go through some other stuff we want uh, we break?
2: can rapid fire really quick with drag race season 14 and episode three. Because apparently I didn't watch the first two episodes, but it's apparently fine.
0: <laughs> Don't worry, because it, it was use- they were useless.
1: <laughs> okay, something I can talk about. Yes. <laughs> Sean Sorry, time, Sean. Sean, time, Sean, time, Sean time, time. No, it it's fine. <laughs> so I feel like this season. So just like a little bit about me, I've been watching it since like season ten, which was like four years ago. So like I do really like this show. So the past few seasons, I've been doing like split premieres, which like I hope for in the next season they stop because this one kind of just like killed it. Because, again, split premiere, nobody really goes home, and then the third season, third episode is when everyone starts to finally go home. Yeah. And it, it was also, like, the ball episode, which, like, if you're not a drag race person, like, it's, like, when, it's, like, Project Runway, kind of, where, like, you make, you have, like, three categories, and you have to make the last look by hand, and it was also, like, split between the premiere, so it was, like, it's just, like, kind of messy. I'm not really sure how I feel about the season right now, but I do, like, Queens like cornbread, willow pill, I like Carrie Colby. Yes. I am kind of, I know Carrie Development starting to kind of like, like Jasmine a little bit more, yeah, which I didn't too. think I would. I really like Georges. I never told you two about that, but I really like Georges and guess I'm just waiting to see how the rest of it plays out and whether it's going to be can good we, or bad. Can we
2: just talk about the, the judging oh, really yeah. quickly? Oh, yeah.
1: If I really wanted to get my opinion, I would have to leave the studio oh, <laughs> because that no. is Let's not, words I, can, not <laughs> words I can say on the radio.
2: Congratulations <laughs> to Willow for winning Absolutely, class
1: for that. I I have never, like, screened for someone she winning so a singular well, challenge. like We I all did. thought
2: that Willow was going to go home. Because, oh, yeah. Um, yeah,
0: based on, like, what she had, she went really, like, different from everyone else.
1: But it paid off at it the pa- end of the day. It, way, it so paid like, off. Good oh for yeah. you, Willa. A also, uh, drag daughter, niece, uh, sister of season 11 winner Evie Oddly, if anyone's listening. Uh,
2: <laughs> yeah. Why? why? I know June. why, why, <laughs> why June? June. Why June? Uh, June went home, by the way. <laughs> uh, June killed it in her lip sync, yet she got sent home and by,
1: uh, <laughs> oh, we Oh, I never talked about it. There is a straight heterosexual man for the first time in 14 seasons. Who and that we is that feel evil is, evil. is just there for just controversy. Yeah, just Honestly. like flames of fire. The basically. only
2: reason why And they
1: uh and love, love Maddie, I think Maddie broke a boundary, but um no. Should have went home. Should have gone. Should
2: have home. Went home. Bare- barely we have sync, but the only reason Rue is keeping Maddie on is for controversy.
1: And also Orion to admit in the bottom, but hey, that's just me. Yeah, uh-huh.
2: definitely. Uh not not um That's all I have about Trigger, not, 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 not <laughs> yeah. So uh, I think we're going to wrap it up for today. Yes. Thank you for listening. You've been listening to 90.3 WMSC Upper Montclair with Fandom Fair, a show where we deep dive into media with uh, with Sam and Midge. Uh, so have a beautiful day. Brush your teeth. Uh, clean your teeth. Uh, take a shower. You're a little smelly. A little bit. And uh, drink some water. Get some food in you. Get some food in you. We love you and have a gorgeous day. Bye.
1: I would. I really like George's. I never told you to about that, but I really like George's and guess I'm just waiting to see how the rest of it plays out and whether it's going to be can good or bad. Can
2: we just talk about the, the judging
0: oh, really yeah. quickly? Oh,
1: yeah. oh, oh. If I really wanted to get my opinion, I would have to leave the studio oh, because no. that is Let's not, words I, can, not words I can say on the radio.
2: Congratulations <laughs> to Willow for winning Absolutely the Absolutely, class
1: for that. I I have never like screened for someone winning so a singular well, challenge. like We I all did. thought
2: that Willow was going to go home.
0: Because, oh, yeah. Um, yeah, based on like what she had, she went really like different from everyone else.
1: But it paid off at it the pa- end of the day. It so paid it paid off. good for oh, you, yeah. Willa. A also, uh, drag daughter, niece, uh, sister of season eleven winner Evie Oddly. If anyone's listening. <laughs>
2: uh, yeah. Why? why I June? know why. Why, why June? June? Why June? Uh, June went home. By the way. <laughs> uh, June killed it in her lip sync. Yet she got sent home. And by
1: uh, oh, we never. I never talked about. it. Whoa. There is a straight heterosexual man for the first time in fourteen seasons. Who and we that is, feel an is just there for just controversy. Yeah, just Honestly. like Flint of the is fire. The basically. only
2: reason why and
1: they uh, and love love Maddie. I think Maddie broke a boundary, but um no. Should have went home. Should have went home.
2: Should have home. Went home. Bare- barely we have sync, but the only reason Rue is keeping Maddie on is for controversy.
1: And also Ryan to admit in the bottom, but hey, that's just me. Yeah, uh-huh. definitely.
2: Uh, not not um. That's all I have about Trigger <laughs> yeah. Uh, So I think we're going to wrap it up for today. Thank you for listening. You've been listening to 90.3 WMSC Upper Montclair with Fandom Fair, a show where we deep dive into media with with Sam and Midge. Uh, So have a beautiful day. Brush your teeth. Uh, Clean your teeth. Take a shower. You're a little smelly. A little bit. And Uh, drink some water. Get some food in you. Get some food in you. We love you and have a gorgeous day.
4: Bye.